Welcome to Maybe Don't, a variety show with conversations and comedy. This week on the show, Yusong and I talk about our friends. It goes longer than we thought it would. We bring back another episode of Netflix and Chili, and I read a short story called The Laundry's Done. Yusong. Kevin. I read an article yesterday, brag, I know. Wait, is this the opening monologue? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, oh, I guess we should start with the joke, of course. Yeah. Okay, do you want to tell a joke first or do you want me to? I'll tell the joke first. Okay, and we'll get back to the article later. <laughs> Expert foreshadowing. Um, Kevin. Hi. What is a volcano's favorite expression used to describe currency that was prominently featured in rap songs of the early 2000s? Um, bills with a Z. Dollar bills? That's close. It's ash money. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you, ex- can you explain that one for it's, the listener? Because I get it. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's not in the know, that's okay. So, sometimes this highbrow humor can fly over people. But sure. It's um, it's like cash money. Oh, okay. <laughs> what if it was like a Pokemon, like Ash Ketchum thing? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, what's um, what kind of money does the protagonist in Pokemon use? Ash money. Ash money. That's really good. And he's also a rapper. Yeah. (laughs) That's fun. Thank you. Cash money. Okay, so here's mine. Also, kind of related to heat. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey, we should get some marshmallows because the fires out here are horrible. You're referring to the... To the LA fires. To the LA fires. Yeah, and it seems pretty insensitive. (laughs) Like, a lot of people are losing their homes, and it's, you know... Kevin, uh, yeah, b- yeah. Before we get to the article, before we get to the article, I'm I'm sick. My throat I hurts. I know. I hate it. My throat hurts because I was out partying too much. Fuck yes. Okay. No, I'm Drop just, everything. No, else. I'm just kidding. It's oh. it's because the air quality is bad. No, man. So that joke really uh, hit home for you. I know. Um, do should we mosey in into our first conversation segment? This is the second episode in a row that you said mosey, and mm-hmm. I'm here for it. All right. Welcome to. Conversations with Kevin featuring? You sung. Yes. Back to the article. <laughs> it was called The Power of Peers. Uh-huh. It was like a Forbes article. This wasn't surprising to me. Uh, let me ask if it was to you. Most millennials trust talking about their mental health with their coworkers more than their boss. Sure. Yeah, I was like, of course. It said like leaders. Then I started yeah. laughing because I was like, did they mean like the president? <laughs> I mean, I mean, do I have to make a Forbes account to comment Dedoy on on all of these? And, and I know we've tapped our Forbes uh, bank a couple times. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. it was you know basically saying people feel more comfortable talking about personal things with their coworkers, and I, I think the main reason being was they don't want their um, boss to think that they're like uh, incapable of doing their job. Right. In a high stakes work environment. Hey, if you're not cut out for this, mm-hmm. go home. Yeah. You know? Oh, so I didn't really read most of the article. <laughs> I got like the gist of it after like 30 seconds. So I'm heavily auto-filling the rest of the article. Well, Kevin, this is maybe, I mean. Wait, I go home. <laughs> oh, go, Are we oh. done? Oh, shit. We said it. Now Man, we have to end the episode. That's a record for us. I know. Um, well, Kevin, this is, I mean, you talk with Scott Ackerman about your feelings all the time. And he constantly says, stop. This is unprofessional. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. You should talk to someone like an HR. But the guy just gets me. Yeah. Because <laughs> he hosts a podcast, so I feel like I'm his friend. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, this got you thinking about, sorry, I cut you off. I, well, Originally, like friends, um, just like peers in general, I thought it was going to be about, I don't know, when I hear the word peers, I think of friends, not coworkers. Yeah. Sorry, your wolf. (laughs) That's just, that's mostly a joke. Um, I was wondering what your experiences were first before going to the friend stuff, Mm -hmm. like how open were you with your coworkers? I mean, you hosted a podcast with one about, you know. Yeah, about mental health. Stepped in her shoes a little. (laughs) Crap. I'm I, I'm sorry for keep calling you Rebecca too. It's <laughs> that's fine, and I'm you know keep calling you these songs, so it's not really an uh, issue, right? Um, I think that I don't know. It was like it was more of a commiseration than anything else, and it like it's never occurred to me to talk to a superior about my feelings. Yeah, it, it, just why? Like, um, but outside of that, I don't think like I think that we're lucky or maybe unlucky to work in a environment where feelings are 
stated as yeah. in like sometimes they're the topic of podcasts. And so it's not like, it's not like a completely foreign. No, no, it's not like bizarre. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I usually like, I cannot help but eventually talk about my feelings with mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah. I, I feel pretty similar. I think it's like, um, it's like an honesty thing. Like yeah. it feels like I'm hiding something mm-hmm. when um, I'm keeping how I feel to myself. Are you feeling like a cop? Cause you have to tell me if you are. <laughs> okay. I'm a cop, <laughs> but someone actually did say, and then I felt kind of guilty. Like, Hey mm-hmm. Kev, how are you doing? And I was like, pretty horrible. Yeah. And I normally am not that person, but I was having a bad day and was like, right. This is what's going on. Well, Paul F. Tompkins does not get it. He doesn't, and it's a little frustrating. Yeah, and especially because he hosts a podcast, so I think I'm his friend. Yes. <laughs> um, so for us, it's, it's it feels easier to talk to coworkers mm-hmm. about that stuff. I also think we're lucky in that our coworkers are mostly like around our age, so yeah. it feels like... You would be friends. Like, I don't feel like I'm talking to someone significantly younger or older than me that it might feel, maybe I'm just being ageist right now. I don't Mm. know. Like, um, that they might not understand with like what I'm going through. No, a hundred percent. Like when I was finding a therapist, I didn't want someone who wasn't in the same generation. Wasn't on Twitter. Yeah. Who wasn't on Twitter, Mm. like facetiously, but also like, Hey, if you don't get it, like, no, for sure. You know, not only the struggle, but hashtag the struggle. Yeah. And like telling and having a therapist go like, what's Reddit? Yeah. (laughs) I write it. Is that what you meant? No. What do you mean you check the Earwolf and Doughboys uh, subreddits for comments about your own podcast too much? Hypothetical, hypothetical, hypothetical. hypothetical. Everyone can have a story like that. (laughs) Um, But what I wanted to talk about was like Mm -hmm. friendships in particular. And it like, it got me thinking about like healthy versus unhealthy friendships. Yeah. Personally, I'm pretty like selective about who I am friends with. Like, I think I'm a person who has like four really good friends instead of like 20 so-so friends, Mm -hmm. you know? Do you like, uh, who's more selective? You or Harvard? Me. (laughs) Um, how about, how about yourself? And that lawsuit that you had about the Asian Americans was really, (laughs) sorry. I don't even Harvard was sued by Asian Americans. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm like, I'm trying to yes and, and and my uh, morals are going, no, 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 no. I I really do apologize. Um, No. uh, I was asking you, how about yourself? Do you feel like you're more like a small group? I think I'm a small group, but look, and I understand that this is Kevin's conversation featuring Yusung, not Yusung's conversation featuring Kevin, which is a later segment. Of course. And stay tuned. Yeah. And, I am nothing but someone who abides by the rules, okay? We're, we're, we are rule-abiding citizens yeah. in this podcast nation. Right, to violate the sanctities that maybe don't. Anyway, <laughs> I have been, like, exceptionally lonely lately. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, why don't I just ask someone to hang out? Yeah. And then I was like, why do I have such a high standard for my own time when all I'm doing is spending it, like, watching videos on the floor? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, like... I, I have a lot of problems with friendship. Yeah. I'm really bad at maintaining them. I have a hard time with forgiveness, which, you know, was Jesus's whole shtick. His whole spiel. And I think he was on to something because it turns out I think that might be necessary. And I just, I struggle a lot with maintaining. But the guy was crucified. So <laughs> I understand your caution. It's a real win some, lose some kind yeah, of situation. Exactly. I actually had that last night where... Um, you were crucified? I was crucified. I mean, you could see my shirt's a little wet. That's from the blood. This was a white shirt. Oh, boy. It's maroon for the listener. Um, just like my blood. I uh, got drinks with two guys. Well, isn't twins. that nice? Yeah, pretty big brag. I know. No, I'm sorry. Uh, but my parents went to a wedding months ago brag and uh they were telling the people next to him, my son lives in los angeles and then they were like our sons are moving to los angeles they need to meet yeah. which is every person's dream every person's dream 
having a conversation like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got drinks with them. They're really cool. And this was a couple Kevin's weeks ago. viciously shaking his head no as he's saying all Yeah, this. I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, big, I hold up a sign that says, big lie right now. Go with it, wink face. Um, but we got drinks. And then last night they texted me like, hey, man, I don't know if you're busy, but we're not. Uh, we're at this golf country club thing. Our friends, our roommates' mm. band's playing there. So we're just having a drink and watching. And it's literally six minutes from where I live. And I was like, um, heavily thought about it. Because yeah. my first thought was, no, ab- yeah, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. And uh, obviously, yeah. And nothing about those guys. It's 100% me. Just right. like, what else could I be doing? And I like look around my room. I'm like, you're, you're doing anything. Yeah. So then, then you like, I wonder if you have this too. I'm like, now trying to brainstorm stuff I could be doing at home. I know. To have an excuse. I'm like, I could play video games or something and make something up. Yeah. But it was six minutes away. And I just said like, hey, I actually, I'm doing something uh, with work right now, but I can swing by for a beer. Right. And they're like, great. And I ended up staying for like two hours watching the whole set. And like, it was really nice. And that was why the Conan episode got delayed. And it was a hundred percent. Please don't tell him. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. The Letterman thing was my fault. It came out weeks later. The show debuted a month later, but no one knew. Um, yeah, just setting fires everywhere. Yeah. More fires. Ooh. But I kind of like patted myself on the back, was like, hey, I never do shit like that. But it was very easy because it was like, okay, this is down the street from me. Like, yeah. it's pretty lame if I say no to this. But I think a huge part of it was I like, I knew those guys, even though I only met them once, I felt like I knew them well enough to knew, to know that I wasn't going to like hate this right. and that they were also like polite introverts and uh, were like, yeah, whatever you want, sir. Um, <laughs> kind of like me. So it was easy. Like I went there with like the lowest stakes right. and had a good time. Mm, um, that sounds great. Yeah. And you're just talking about how you don't do that. And I'm talking about how I did no, I really and now I feel guilty. Can I voice something extremely negative and facetious? Yeah. Right. You set up that whole thing. You hired those guys to hang out with me. <laughs> just to prove That's messed up, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kevin, but thanks. <laughs> well, th- and keep in mind that this is me stepping into the shoes of someone that I'm not. Cool. Why can't people ask me to hang out? <laughs> Why do I have well, to? if your parents go to a wedding uh, in Naperville and brag about you, I guess, to uh, two complete strangers. My parents don't know anyone in Naperville. I'm doomed. Yeah, you are, man. <laughs> I mean, I will say, like, obviously a friendship is a two-way street. Uh, For sure. And 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 to, to to say that I don't have people that... I could not reach out to, oh, so many negatives in here. Hope I'm doing all right would be a lie. Um, Yeah, well, let's talk about that. Because what I wanted to discuss was like what makes a healthy friendship. Because it doesn't necessarily feel like it requires hanging out. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like my one of my closest friendships is just like a guy who – I went to high school with that we just regularly text. But Kevin, we didn't go to high school together. Whoops, then I guess I'm not friends with him. I always I always forget that we didn't go to high school together. Um, but I should know that because your parents don't know anyone from Naperville. I see yeah. all this this is a little bit mean. Okay. I see all your jokes coming. <laughs> <laughs> like the moment I said I texted this guy, I I saw the smirk and I went, here here it comes. And I still don't have a good, my goal as a host is to like see the serve coming and then like have a good backhand. Right. But right now I see you serve and then I wa- I just watch it fly past me. I'm like, man, I watched him grab the tennis ball out of his pocket. Well, Kevin, you didn't predict my Ash Monday joke. That one, the one thing I can say I can confidently not predict uh-huh. are your monologue jokes. And that's why I really shine, I think. That's why we put it at the top. Yeah. So anyway, for you, like what makes a good friendship? Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. If anyone out there is making a maybe don't bingo board and exasperated sigh uh-huh. or you sung's neediness is a tile, you, you've done well. Also for the listener, before I asked the question, you song excitedly picked up his hot tea. <laughs> and then I asked anyone, 
oh, and then set it back down. No, it's not because of the tea. It's because I've been thinking about this lately. What makes a good friendship? I've had a lot of friendships that are based on like, like a lot of the friendships that I had in high school were like, hey, my uh, my parents are abusive. <laughs> like, oh, geez, <laughs> I want to talk up late at night on yeah. our razor phones. Isn't the whole world broken? And then, but that kind of friendship is like not good because it's like you're. I don't know if I'm using the word codependent correctly, but you're just like basing it on something like uh, a negative like thing on, on a yeah. negative thing, and also like kind of like an emotional obligation. Yeah, Not saying yeah. that anyone's a well, burden. It's heavy. Yeah, it, it's heavy, and so like um, I think I think for a large part of my life, I've based a lot of friendships on hey, can I have a heavy discussion with this person? Which isn't necessarily like it should have been. Like hey, do we play the same Yu Gi Oh archetype? Decks, yeah. Like, wow. How every friendship. How every begin. friendship starts. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah. Excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and instead, it's just. Um, and furthermore, like, furthermore. <laughs> I love this. And this is my. He thesis. is standing. Yeah. Like, God forbid, an argument come up. Yeah. My abilities as an extremely prideful, dumb person <laughs> to forgive someone. Yeah. Are very very low. So you forgive, I can't you forgive can't. another person and I can't forgive myself. Yeah. So I'm the opposite. I, I forgive like immediately, but I mm. think that's because I have like confrontation issues. Mm, I mean, me too. That's, I think it's just, we're probably opposite ends of the <laughs> scale. Yeah. Same times. thing. Yeah. Um, we should get into more arguments. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should we fight all the time? <laughs> um, how about you? Um, I know you asked me what are the qualities of good friendships, and I just listed a bunch of flaws. Um, no, no, no. It's it's um it's interesting. I, I do have friendships that have been based around that, like, yeah. and it does kind of it, it's almost this like double edged sword of like you you feel a a bond with that person in a way that you probably don't feel with like a lot of your friends because mm-hmm. you like immediately have a heavy connection. Right. Um, but then it does feel like that is the glue to the friendship yeah. in a way that would you be friends if you didn't have this conversation? Yeah, probably. But like, it's a, it's definitely different mm-hmm. for myself. It really, I'm going to sound so like spiritual and I'm really not this person, but it mm-hmm. really is like your like energy. Yeah. Like if a per- you can just feel when a person comes into a room and the, and maybe this is being like judgmental and it's probably bad, but I'm, I can just tell quickly, like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> right. No, no, no. I get that too. But that's probably, you know, uh, as I say it out loud, that's just me being uh, kind of shitty and like judge, you know, judging someone before I get to know them. I feel like, like um, between us, yeah. like, um, and maybe I'll only speak for myself, but like there's this unspoken code when you're meeting a new person where it's like, if they're not self-deprecating within the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh-uh. You're out. You're out. Yeah. And, it's like a cockiness. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you don't do it. Or it's like, you know what I mean? But yeah. it, like, it, and, and to that extent, I can like get a good sense of someone's character. Not always. Yeah, yeah. I've been wrong. Yeah. Um, but, but I 100% agree with you. It's like you can tell what a person's giving out pretty immediately. Yeah. And to me, a big part of it is like... Um, politeness too like really mm. true and it sounds silly being this broad but like a nice person is yeah. is like the number one thing and if if they're not it just becomes exhausting and yeah. it, it also just makes it like the conversations and the dynamic feel like a challenge mm-hmm. because you don't want to like upset this person or frustrate them and like that shouldn't be the basis of a friendship, right? So, yeah, it's just like someone that is a, a kind person, so that you feel you can open up with them, and you feel like if they want to, they can open up with you as well, for sure. And then like another thing is like being flexible. I think is like an important thing in friendships, like I being able to go with the flow. Basically, like if things, like if we make plans for lunch and then it's like, oh, this place is closed that the, they're not like, fuck! Yeah. And like have, I don't know, maybe that's more like anger management stuff. Uh, but I, I feel like one friend, and I'm just going to start naming people so that Yusong doesn't go, but I don't do that. Um, 
My friend Darius is mm. so great at. Oh, um, we get it. Oh, oh gosh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. He he's great at. I like Darius. I know. Yeah. Um, he rolls. Yeah. He's great at just like, hey, what do we want to do? Mm. Um, let's go over to this place, and then. Uh, that didn't really, uh, let's try this. Let's do, and I feel so relaxed with him in a way that makes it very easy to hang out with, um, where, you know, other people, (laughs) Uh (laughs) not you at all. No, not Uh you at all. Uh, You're this, you're that way as well. I mean, we've definitely have like Like, figured stuff. I can't think of a specific thing other than just like making plans and then the plan's not working. Right. But I, I do think there's something about a person being flexible that is like attractive in a friendship for sure because then it feels like if they're not then they're like your boss yeah i i 100% agree and on the subject of flexibility i feel like there's this unspoken code like at least between us or maybe i'll just speak for myself sure. that if we meet and your legs aren't behind your head in the first mm, 15 minutes of our interaction. Uh-huh. No, Something's no, 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 no. fucked up. Something's fucked up. If I don't make a self-deprecating joke about my legs being behind my back, we're done. You're out. <laughs> so flexibility. flexibility. Um, <laughs> is flexibility a weird one? No. Like I'm surprised not. that that's like my second one that uh, I came up with. Or just I, I feel like um a scholarly way to put it might be like one's ability to like add to the community yeah like add to the relationship rather than being the rule setter or something yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. um i want to adjust my mic settings something that you said i'm gonna turn you down your throat sounds good by the way thank you yeah that was my plugins i use when you say like Mm self-deprecating for me it's 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 similar but it's more like a sense of humor and i also correct me if i'm wrong i don't feel like you mean like self-deprecating in a like sad way i feel like you mean self-deprecating in like a funny way right of course um and so for me it's similar to that like someone who can find the humor and things and not not like a comedy person like just someone who can uh find like the levity or the 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 laughter or something funny i think is a another thing and it kind of comes back to flexible a little bit that's like it truly is just enjoyable hanging around funny people. Yeah. And I think like um, for you and I, the it's important that, and we do work in comedy. So, you know. Yeah. And, and we never mention that. And we never mention uh-huh. that. It's just like, but you should know. Yeah. And, and, but, in, but in case you forgot. <laughs> but in case you forgot. We do work in comedy. He knows Scott Ackerman. Obviously. Um, but if they make a, if like a new person makes a joke and it's not at anyone's expense, yeah. but rather it's about something that they themselves or like, you know, it doesn't have to be self-deprecating, but like, so long as it doesn't come at anyone's expense and yeah. uh, it, it's that kind of humor that's really attractive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like we've, we've crossed off a lot of, um, a handful of stuff of, of what makes a good, healthy friendship, like mm-hmm. the things that we look for. You don't have to share any of these because this whole conversation was my idea. Right. But are there any, um, like toxic or bad friendships that stick out to you where you were like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I think that like, I would love and to be mortified to know what people actually thought of, of, of me. Yeah. Um, because I think in a lot of toxic relationships, I am probably the person that is like, Hey, my life's falling apart. Can I give you a ringling on the phone? Um, how is that bad though? No, it's not bad. It's just like, I I, I, I think, uh, uh, and, and maybe this is just like a self-deprecation thing, but like, I, I feel like if, if, if I'm in a toxic friendship, it's most likely me being like w- way one-sided with the emotions and like who, who's like taking up more emotional space, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like, um, and, and that's like, cause if you were to ask me like, Hey, what's going on? I'm never going to be like, Oh, uh, the sun's out. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be like, here's everything that's wrong. Yeah, because yeah. Because it's constantly on my mind, and I can't get it out. Um, I think when you have a friendship that's mm-hmm. l- laced with obligation, invisible or otherwise, uh-huh. or or if it's like super transactional, but no one's aware. Like, hey, I was there for you. This, this, and this, but you weren't here for me. And this is all unspoken. Like, but you weren't can't be here for me now. Like, yeah. you're not available to pick up the phone. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of that kind of shit. Like. 
uh, I don't think I've done ever done that like hyper specific is uh, explicitly, but I've definitely done some version of that. And so, but I mean, that's I think that's fine. Like uh, friendships and relationships are a give and take, so I think mm-hmm. it's fine to expect something back, right? I I think it's fair too, but um, I I've watched a lot of like videos and articles and I've really watched the articles. Uh-huh. Um, you're not reading them. No, I'm not reading Which them. is frustrating because then when we discuss it, you're like, yeah, it was pretty short. Yeah. <laughs> it was a JPEG. Um where it's like you'll find friendships and relationships so much more rewarding if you truly expect nothing. If you offer without expectation. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. or and this is an asterisk that I myself am adding, if you're going to make a transaction out of something, yeah. explicitly state it. Yeah. Like just being honest up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like a relationship where like, hey, if I help you with this, can you please help me with this? Like yeah. and it doesn't sound that horrible that way. Um anyway. Well, it's harder too as you as we get older and I think And we are older and we do work in so comedy. So old. I'm actually concerned how old I am. Um but I think like millennials in particular are very job focused yeah. and maybe not as friend or family focused, but maybe that's just the bubble that we're in. Like, no, I know. think you're hundred percent right. And so I, I think about how our just careers in general kind of neglect a social life. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, maybe it was just like, as a kid, you have no sort of obligation. Really it's just school. And then you go home and then like play, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. with friends and neighbors and I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> you knock on your neighbor's doors. Do you want to play? Hey, I got a new Beyblade. They're like, stop knocking on our door. But it's Halloween. I don't care. <laughs> Can I have candy? Um, but it but it does like um bum me out. Yeah. That it seems like as you get older or, you know, in a relationship, it's just like that's your friend, you know? And right. it seems like you hang out with less people. And I honestly could just be like speaking about myself mm-hmm. and also like, yeah, being in a relationship, like obviously I love hanging out with Leah. Right. And then I think that's like, you know, I think that we both, I wouldn't say struggle with, but a thing that we try to remind ourselves is like, is she still hanging out with her friends? And am I still hanging out with my right. friends and not having that, you know, freshman year of high school moment where it's like, dude, ever since you got a girlfriend, you never hang out with us anymore. Right. Um, which I think happens probably even more as an adult because it's yeah. like you have even less free time. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, maybe you don't need a ton of friends. And so I, I'm, I know I'm all over the place right now, but you know, some people don't hang out with anyone and are fine, yeah. you know. But I will say uh, when I worked at the retirement center uh, or assisted living, mm-hmm. they were so passionate about Basically, whenever we like discussed life, mm-hmm. the only thing that they said was like, I'm just so glad I have my family and friends, Yeah, basically. And, and they talked so much about the importance of friendship that I feel like since having a, you know, 50, sometimes 60 hour a week job, you just kind of like, all right, I think I'm done with friends for now. No one was talking about like, oh my God, I made that, you know, I uploaded that RSS feed so well. I told you, I, did I tell you I taught a podcast class there? At the, at the retirement? Yeah, uh, yeah. At the assisted living? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's adorable. It was um, basically every week I had to reteach the class. Yeah. And what would happen was new people would join uh-huh. and base, so that's why I would kind of have to reteach it. But then at a certain point, people who were coming every week were yelling at me, rightfully so, saying, You said this last week. We know this. Um, but my favorite moment of all time was mm-hmm. like teaching some like someone was like, My granddaughter has a podcast. And I was like, What's it called? I don't remember. Right. And uh she's this or that. I'm like, okay, I typed it in, hit play, and she's like that's her. And she freaked out yeah. and was like, the next week was like, I, I get to listen to my granddaughter every day now. And I wow. was like, oh, the power of P-casting, P-cast. folks. And wait, so Kevin, you taught this class and that's how Earwolf was founded? Yeah, and then Scott showed up. <laughs> Welcome to Lower <laughs> <laughs> Casey Comedy Theater. 
Welcome to Ricky Ricky's Repairs. Uh, I'm Ricky. It's, sorry, it's been a long wow. time. Okay. Yeah. And you own this place too. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's late. It's like eight o'clock. It's, I get it. It's eight p.m. How, how can I help you? Uh, yeah, I've just been having this issue with my laptop, um, and now it isn't even turning on. Um, oh, I mean, oh, wow. I have it. I had it plugged in and everything too. So I don't think it's a. It seems like maybe it's a battery issue. Then if it's like. If I am plugging it in and it's still not, I, I, I don't right. know. This no. isn't my fault. L- let me let me take a look. Thanks, um, Ricky. Yeah, and so I mean, it is getting to the end of the day. Uh, you might have to check this in for a technician to look over it. But um, okay, do, do you have your do you have your data backed up? Um, I backed it up like a month ago. I think. Uh-huh. Um, no, not recently, to be honest. See, you're gonna want to. Uh oh. You're going to want to back up your data before something like this happens, okay? Okay. I mean, I <laughs> I didn't plan it's on really this happening. Im- it's really important to back up your data. I don't like so, this smile that you have. So that's something like this? This? Okay, you're looking at my laptop. Doesn't happen because you would have backed up data. Okay, but I didn't want this to happen. And it would have happened, I guess, if I backed it up, but... See the sweat on your forehead right now? Well, that's because you should turn the AC on in here. Like, I know we're in Phoenix, but like, read the room. Literally, read it. Okay, well, you would says, be- no AC. Okay, so I should have read the room. <laughs> See, you wouldn't be sweating this much if you had backed up your data. You have all this tech stuff in here. You should keep the AC on. Okay. It seems like it's bad for this. You want me to fix your computer? Please. How important is this? Um, is it your only device? No, I mean, I have like uh, an iPad and an iPhone, but I mean, I, I use my laptop a lot for work. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here, we can check it in and get it sorted. But first, I'm going to need you to just say out loud, I am dumb and I regret not backing up my data. What? It's just standard procedure at Ricky's Repairs. Please read the sign. Okay, I have to read this. This just seems a little rude. I mean... You have to and understand. very, uh, you're like debasing me. Um, if they should call it debossing, that sounds cooler. If you feel debossed, yeah, then that's on you. That's not on. Ricky. I wish I was debossed. I wish I was. Hey, you're technically debossed. Okay, what am I supposed to read? Um, I am a little baby because I didn't back up my data. And you might not see it, but I sharpied in it. I'm a little baby. Wham, 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 and I did not back up Come my data. Come on, Ricky. Even for you, this is pathetic. We- and I've heard a lot. Okay. Your Yelp reviews are very telling. Hey, you know what we don't get, though? Repeat customers. Because when we fix it, it's fixed. I don't think that's why you're not getting repeat customers. Uh, because when we fix a laptop and we teach people the error of their ways, because this yeah. this whole thing wouldn't have happened. I hate when you go, this? If you had you're backed just up your at me. data. <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair, this wouldn't have happened if your parents backed up their data. If my parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's the longest date you've gone on? <laughs> Do you mean romantically? Sure. Okay. Well, I happen to be in a very long-term relationship right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are we talking? We're talking five years. Okay. Um, that's impressive. And every night, I oh. make sure they back up their data. Because this yeah. is how a functioning relationship holds, it works. You see this picture? That's holds, what I'm pointing yeah, to. Yeah, you're holding up a picture yeah. of someone that looks just like a Google image of like attractive person. I don't think you're dating this person. Hey, man, why don't you take a picture of this picture to last longer? Okay, you're holding up your middle finger. And again, I can see why people don't come back here. Uh-huh. But it's eight o'clock. I need my laptop like yeah. as soon as possible. So, I, okay, I read the sign. Here's what? Can I just give it to you now? You just have to say it out loud. I already did. No, did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't add the wham. Uh, yeah. I'm a little baby. Wham, wham, wham. You know what? I'm not going to use my laptop anymore. You can just have this. Okay. Well, God damn it, Ricky, you did it again. Your entire life, you've been able to repair hardware for everyone, but you couldn't repair your people skills. That's a hardware on your personality. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Netflix and Chili. 
I am uh, once again joined by my guest. <laughs> Hi, Yusong. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for coming back. No problem. What's new, dude? Can I... This surreal feeling of doing a podcast within our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're not the inventors of it, but it is fun uh, right. bringing back this weird show. I don't, I don't want to be... I don't want to spoil anything. Because again... This is not my Netflix and Chili. No. But it's mine. <laughs> and you do have a crown on. Uh-huh. Um, but we actually do have food this time. We do. Um, it's cold now. <laughs> it's not chili either. But that's on brand for this show. Right. The first several episodes, I did not eat chili. Mm-hmm. I went to Veggie Grill. I got a Philly cheesesteak. Wow. Vegan. Mm-hmm. Nice try. <laughs> With um what we, what would you call these green things? Vegetables? Something like that. Like <laughs> a pepper, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a big pepper guy. Sorry, haters. So maybe I'll take a bite of this mm-hmm. while we're doing this. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this first one, I've never seen this. It's a classic. Wait, wait, wait. Should we tell people just in case they're new to Netflix? Of course. Smart. Mm-hmm. So Netflix and Chile is a show where I read <laughs> poorly written um, Netflix movie descriptions while eating a bowl of chili. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm both sad and happy to inform you that, and it obviously is because Netflix heard my podcast. Mm. These these descriptions have significantly improved. Wow, making my job pretty difficult. And a spokesperson did reach out to us. Yeah, but we stiff armed them. Yeah, that's because course. they wanted to do a movie with us. Yeah, yeah. and we we're like, we're not ready for that yet. <laughs> we were like, hey, if the advance doesn't cross over. $300. We're not doing it. Okay. We're out. Yeah, and they we're, were like, okay. <laughs> um, this is for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> okay. 1974. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed to say I've never seen it, but it's no, not no, that I... surprising because I don't really like scary movies. Yeah. Although I did just see Midsommar. How is Midsommar? Amazing. I've heard it's really oh, good. Oh my Lord. I was Devast- I watched it on Halloween night. Well, was it based off of Shakespeare's A Midsommar's Night Dream? Uh, that's what I asked. <laughs> no one answered. Yusong laughed so hard he had to blow his nose um, at his own joke. <laughs> and I'm moving my Philly cheesesteak away. But it was really good. Uh-huh. So here we go. When some friends visit a vandalized graveyard, mm-hmm. they come upon a chainsaw-wielding maniac. And it's a fight to the bloody death between good and evil. Uh-huh. Now, the last part, uh-huh. I feel like, is implied. For sure. And it's a fight, I also don't like, to the bloody death, because it feels British. And it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. If it was London Chainsaw Massacre, I tip my hat right, and we say, good day. Right. That's Australian. I tip my Australian hat and say, good day to my London friends. Yeah, but this is Texas and we speak American here. And we speak y'all here. Um, I will say, uh, Chainsaw Wielding Maniac, no one, Chainsaw Wielding Neighbor, Chainsaw Wielding a pastor? Yeah. Could we have another descriptor, basically? Yeah. Um, are, you, are you saying, like, it's also implied? It's also that, implied that they're a maniac. A lot of redundancy in A lot this of one. redundancy. I think we could go, when some friends visit, also cool that they're friends. Yeah. When that's some, really cool. Maybe they heard the first part of our show. Uh-huh. When some friends visit a vandalized graveyard, they come upon a chainsaw-wielding um, guy? <laughs> Great, we fixed it. <laughs> fixed. Okay, the second one is mm. um, called Prank Encounters. Oh. I will would never watch this. This makes me nervous. I hate prank shows. Me I too. We've talked about They're this. They're mean-spirited. They're freaking bullies. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. I think it's the guy from Stranger Things. Um, oh, really? The curly-haired dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, monstrous frights meet hilarious reveals on this hidden camera prank show as real people become the stars of their own full-blown horror movie. Can I just say something? Please. The real fright and horror? Deception. The fact that, yeah. they, that, that they don't know that this is happening, which, you know, take that with a grain of salt. They might be aware that the, all of this is happening. Um, that's not very nice. I think it would be funny if they were like very bad actors. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that would be good. like they walk in the room and like 
look at the camera. Like you see them look at the camera. camera. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or like they, they mess up and like jump too early when like the prank clearly hasn't happened yet. I actually would watch that. A prank show where the the person is in on it, but is doing a bad job hiding it. Yeah. Okay. Would we rewrite this at all? Monstrous frights meet hilarious reveals. Yeah. That's way, that's so much going on. That's so much. How about this? How about this? We like to lie to people and we're so ashamed. We're so ashamed, but we already put a lot of money into this project. So it's here anyway. Comma encounters. (laughs) Okay. Now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Yeah. The food review. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, this is a Philly cheese steak. From Veggie um, Grill. It has some melted cheese on it. Mm-hmm. Um, some, the, I think the steak is probably like a, I'm assuming like a Beyond Burger style food. Mm-hmm. And I hate to step in the Doughboy's territory, so I'll quickly move on. <laughs> a lot of peppers, which I don't like because I'm basic. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to take a couple of those out so I enjoy it a little more. Oh, gross. I'm using my fingers. This is disgusting. I mean, to the listener, I'm a, this is truly a beautiful experience. Some would say, <laughs> some would say, spiritual. Listening to Kevin inhale before taking a bite. <laughs> Others would say transcendental. Okay, Watching I did. A close friend eat. <laughs> I did do a big whiff right before I took my bite, and I will say I got mostly bun. I would yeah. actually say ninety percent of my bite was bun. No, Kevin, and, and don't get me wrong here, because Please. the Doughboys litigation branch is extremely powerful. It's very litigious, and so and so we're like the Olympics in that sense. Mm-hmm. But if if you had to rate this item, sure, on a scale of you know one to five sure. utensils, yes, yeah, 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 sporks, sporks. What would you rate it? Well, I got um, almost entirely bun, <laughs> but. I'm excited for what the future has to hold. Four sports. <laughs> Great. And I look forward to getting sued tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, the next one. We have two mm-hmm. more. Um, one of them might suck, so we might just end on this. Yeah. American Crime. Mm. This anthology series, I'm already bored. This anthology series unfolds a different story arc for each season with dramas focusing on aspects of American life and the criminal justice system. Can I immediately rewrite this? Please. Bing, whiz, kapow, you'll never catch me alive, coppers. That's it. Can I rewrite it too? Yeah, absolutely. I'm describing the structure of a show. (laughs) Not really the show, but more... How a show works. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got one more. We got one more. Now, this is uh, this came out last year. Mm-hmm. It's called Dark Tourist. I feel like I watched an episode. Dark Tourist. Yeah. Mm. David meets a Jeffrey Dahmer enthusiast in Milwaukee, takes two hours dedicated to JFK's assassination in Dallas, and dines with vampires in New Orleans. The fuck is this? I'm very confused. Yeah. Who's David? I imagine. Yeah. The Dark Tourist. Right. Who's JFK? Oh, you know what? I wonder if this is the episode description. (laughs) Because that is a very confusing show description. Right. And this is unfortunately one of the reoccurring gaffes on Netflix and Chili. (laughs) They really spoof us here. Yeah. Okay. Ah, crap. That has to be it. No, that's overview. Wow. No way. Guys, please, no. Please, 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 anything else. Well, Yusong and I just took four hours trying to find a show description for it. Uh Um, And we're mostly just getting the description of episode three. Mm -hmm. So if anyone wants to tweet at us the Netflix's show description of Dark Tourist, please do. But I challenge you with this. If you see a bunch of other people have tweeted at us, don't worry about it. Don't send it then. Or here, I'll just say this. When in doubt, don't send it. And I think on that note, um, this was another great episode of Netflix and Chili. Yes, a sincere thank you to everyone who's listening. A sincere thank you. We might do this again next week. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess as a quick outro, do we have anything we want to plug? Um. 
You know, mostly my my. Uh, my uh, I'll plug your Twitch. Uh, thank you. Um, you song had a great video recently where he's dancing Wait, in a banana Kevin, costume. Kevin, and this is unspoken, but that was going to be my conversation topic. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm freaking teasing the next part of the show, right. unless we cut this out entirely. <laughs> Um, myself, what do I want to plug? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get back into exercise. It's been difficult, um, but that's my journey. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Welcome to Conversations with Yusung featuring Kevin. Kevin. Um, Kevin. Hi. I recently did a Twitch stream where I dressed up as a banana and played Just Dance on mm -hmm. the Nintendo Switch for people to watch. And people... A few people were like, oh, this is a very brave action. Yeah. Um, however, <laughs> I don't think it necessarily was. And this isn't me being like, oh, shucks. But I just mean like... Well, it was for Halloween too. It was for Halloween. And also it was like, I know I'm not very coordinated. There's no one physically in my room watching me while I do this. Yeah. I'm only projecting it for the internet. And I'm in total control of the situation. Yeah. Like It's empowering. But I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Is there a time when you were like, I'm doing, not being brave, but just, you know, stepping, like taking the lead? Like out of my comfort zone? Yes. Yes. Um, the one that sticks out to me right now is when I was in high school, mm. I was in this like, it was called Mr. NCHS. Did your school have that? Where it's no. like the talent show kind of thing, oh. where it's like a person is like the the person of the school and it's all like the seniors. Uh -huh. And um Oh, man. I can't wait to share this with you. I just thought of something unrelated to it. Well, yeah. related, but very showing. Uh -huh. So when I auditioned, they basically take like eight people. Wow. I auditioned, and I told jokes, and I played drums. Holy shit. I got a call two days later, cut the jokes. <laughs> Do you remember any of the jokes? Yes. I'm trying. There was one about... Like they say, don't throw stones in glass houses. Just ask my goldfish; he's dead, or something like that. <laughs> I mean, that. that's pretty good. But I was playing guitar while telling them, yeah. and um, the guitar was like horribly out of tune, and uh -huh. that was really distracting me. And uh, I'll blame it on a hundred percent on the guitar, not on the material or the jokes. Um, yeah. And I got like a couple Snickers. And people like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and you it, mean physically candy. And they actually handed out candy because right. I was doing it to trick-or-treaters. It wasn't it was a weird audition. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I remember doing that like was uncomfortable, um, you had to do a like dance performance, I think with your mom. Wow. Yeah. And I remember wow. and I remember being like, this is weird. Yeah. And uh but my mom's like so cool and was like, yeah, sure. Why not? It'll be uh -huh. funny. And so we did um, Lady Gaga's Born This Way, Incredible. which like came out at the time. Yeah. It's a song, I think, about like coming out. Uh -huh. And I remember a lot of people were like, wow, great performance. Um, it was really brave of you. Anything you want to like share <laughs> with me? Yeah. Um, but I remember like dancing with my mom in front of like 800 people and being like, not, I hate this, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. like, this is, it's supposed to be ridiculous. Right. And I remember being like, I am very much out of my comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then I, but then I thought me telling jokes would have been uh, better, I guess. <laughs> I think it would have been, uh, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, but also like, how did it play with the audience? Did it do well? I think so. You know what was cool about it? It mm -hmm. started with like um, a cool Daft Punk deep cut that we started doing like a workout uh -huh. to, it was like a, and it felt very like 80s. And then from there it cut to like Born This Way. Yeah. And um, yeah, it made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I will say the the only other experience that I've had while like, oh, stepping out of my comfort zone. I learned this very early on, mm -hmm. like doing piano competitions and stuff in high school. If you have the chance to go first, go first. Yeah. Like, because you don't want to listen to other people play before you. That just psychs you out. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone's going to sound impressive playing pieces that you've never practiced before. Yeah. Um, and so in college, when I was auditioning for like improv teams and sketch teams and the improv, I really like, 
you know, like I, I 100% mean this. I like listened to improv for humans a lot in high school. Cool. And I was like, man, I really want to do improv when I get into yeah. college. I did not get into the improv team, but uh, I got into a sketch group, which I think ultimately was for the best. Um, and I truly, truly do believe that. In the sketch audition, yeah. there was a segment where um, everyone had to do like a line reading in different ways. Um, and they were like, okay, who wants to go first? And I was like, I'll go first. Yeah, yeah. Because there was like a beat and then no one. And I was like, well, I've never done why this not? before, mm-hmm. but why the fuck not? And I just think that like putting, it's not even bravery. It's just volunteering to go first. Yeah. Because even if you do it wrong, that's okay. Yeah. You're the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Um, the only concern is like with going first is like if you are so wrong where it's like, <laughs> okay, uh, that was good. Just so you know, we don't do voices like that. <laughs> right, 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 right. We try not to hurt people here. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to. Not that I ever like, <laughs> that sounds like I'm speaking from experience and I'm <laughs> right, not. Right. <laughs> um, but sometimes what I'm saying is like sometimes going first can be like, whoa. Um, but I agree. I like going like second, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like just getting it done as soon as possible. Sorry, yeah. continue. No, no, no. I, I that, that was pretty much it. It's just like, hey, if you're, if you're, it's not an easy risk to take, uh-huh. but in terms of like, but in the moment, it's a, like, I would 100% recommend it for those anxious and keep Absolutely. in mind, maybe don't just not, you know, is not responsible for any damages you might suffer as a result mm-hmm. of this philosophy, but I, I do genuinely recommend it. I went first and I gave away $5,000 and so now you owe me that. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. Yeah. Um, the doughboys are very litigious. <laughs> <laughs> I had that with, uh, I was on like speech and debate team in college and I loved yeah. going as soon as possible because yeah. when you had to go sixth of six. It That's was tough. the longest hour of your life. Yeah. Because you're watching everyone crush and you're like, here comes the caboose, baby. <laughs> it sucked. Um, yeah. So you you dressed up as a banana and yeah. danced. I danced. But it seemed like it went great. Like it you're saying like there wasn't fine. people literally watching right. in the room. It's all people who already support you mm-hmm. it looked hysterical and i do and i and i the the point of conversations with you song featuring kevin is to just pat myself on the back and and uh-huh. get the recognition it's, it's you song saying 10 percent of a story and then me filling in 90 percent with compliments <laughs> and thank you for giving me the attention that my parents didn't give me um, you're welcome <laughs> uh yeah that, that that was it it was just like you know i think stepping outside of your comfort zone even though I only do it maybe twice a year, it's like a good thing to do. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of like ties back to what we're talking about with like friendships too. Like last night, hanging out with people that I don't know was that for me, yeah. like stepping out of my comfort for sure. zone. A hundred percent. It's just, it's interesting how I, I feel like you've been doing a, a good job of that recently. I mean, cause you talked about it with like doing karaoke. Right. You're cracking me up because like you're, you stepping out of your comfort zone is always like a big swing. <laughs> it's not like yeah. I stepped out of my comfort zone and I held the door open for two minutes, just for literally two minutes, let everyone come in right. at Starbucks. It's like I was surrounded by celebrities. Right. And like, Here I go, world. Or it's like I turned on the camera in my banana suit and said, I'm the cam girl. Someone, someone, I mean, some would say that that is a reckless and, 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 and. Hey, as your friend and as a listener, it's very entertaining. (laughs) Thank you. Hi, this is called The Laundry's Done. The Laundry's Done. I, I shrunk my pants again, but. I don't know. It's it's kind of on me for not letting them air dry. I should have just done that. Something else changed too. Um, I can't tell if it's the dryer or... I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like, I don't know when or how, or to be completely honest, what happened here. But I, I don't know. Something's off. I don't think it was some big major moment. It's rarely that obvious. It was probably like a million little things. Like, why did they stop taking quarters? You know what I mean? Like, why are we now paying for laundry in dimes? It was hard enough with quarters. It's like, guys, you're going the wrong way. 
And I hate when people say it's a million little things because it's like at a certain point, it kind of feels like it's on you for not calling it out. Like a million things. Why did you never like say something? Sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'm all over the place. Are, are you nervous too? You're, you're not. No, 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 no. It's fine. I get it. It's just like, I keep fucking up my clothes. Like, I've never shrunken your pants before, right? Like, I'm afraid of shrinking your pants, and I don't know why. But, like, look at this. Look at my shirt right now. It's so tight. Like, it's so tight. You can see my, like, nipple hair follicles. What is that about? I don't, I honestly, I don't know what changed, but at a certain point in time, I think I just, like, I stopped caring, like, about everything. And that's honestly scary. And even the dryer sheets. And that's like my favorite part of laundry. I just think like at some point though, I'm still somehow optimistic. And I I truly don't know why, but maybe it's because deep down, I don't believe that. Like, I don't believe that I don't care. I don't know, man. Laundry sucks. Welcome to Lessons Learned, where we tell you all the things that we've learned throughout the course of this episode and the past week. I'm going to start with a lesson learned from um, 16 years ago. (laughs) Uh, 16 years ago. I would go to the pool at in my neighborhood and do flips off of the low dive. It was like a big uh, accomplishment for me. And then one day I decided I'm gonna do a flip off the high dive. What I did not consider was I moved at the same speed as I would on the low dive. So I climb up, I'm so nervous. I do the flip and in my mind I go, and now I hit the water. And then, but I keep spinning because I'm 10 feet higher and landed straight on my stomach (gasps) in the loudest belly flop of mankind. Oh no. Um, So if you're listening to this, and I know it's November, everyone's thinking about their summer pool experiences. Gotta get that beach bod. If you're going to do a flip off of a high dive, just think about your momentum and think about your momentum in life. (laughs) Um, hey, son, I know we haven't talked in a while. Please don't. It's really unfair of you to rely on your SO for all of your social needs. <laughs> it's not fun for anyone, okay? I'm gonna, Just, do, a, I'm gonna do a you song joke. Dude, I did I freaking give me a break, okay? <laughs> Just um, Just ask someone to hang out, please. Shout out to the SOs. Hey, if you got an SO out there, shout out. Um, and if you don't. That's fine too. Of course. What if you. <laughs> what if we made a rule where you had to have an SO to listen to this podcast? What is this, the lobster? Holy crow. Holy. I think what would. What is this, the lobster? Holy crow. I think what would happen is. Never mind, that was too mean. What? We would die? We wouldn't have any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin! That was mean, sorry. Honestly, it's a it, you song and I are both shocked that either of us are in relationships. So don't think we feel entitled because we probably both wake up every day like it's a what? miracle. Yeah, <laughs> it's an absolute fucking miracle. It's Christmas morning every day. It really is. It's Groundhog's Day on Christmas. Yeah. Um, my last one is stealing from something. It's not stealing. <laughs> That's always good. It's not stealing. Uh, Lavar Burton was on. Uh, Andy Richter's podcast, The Three Questions. And he said, everyone has a mental wellness and everyone has a mental health. And I don't think I've ever heard it that way before. And it's very true. Uh, 
And I thought it was beautifully said. That's it. Yeah. And after all, go home. Go home. Kevin, thank you so much for the tea and for, you know, doing the bulk of the work in today's record. I really appreciate it. Not a problem at all. And actually, like I said, I think you sounded great. It oh, was not you. as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm going to go um, just like pick up my laptop from the repair shop. And oh, yeah. Good luck with that. Just like lie in bed, you know? Yeah, for sure. Okay, man. Anyway, thanks. See you See later. You later. Hold on a second. I just got a notification on my laptop. It's oh, in weird. a really small print. It's like... What does it say? Size 8. Uh-huh. It says... Secret ending, secret ending, secret ending. Oh my gosh. Wow. I bet the listener was like, there's no way he's going to do no that. There's no way, not this time. We want to thank all of our supporters on Anchor.fm. Thank we you We really so appreciate much. it. And today we want to give a shout out to our Jeffrey Haleman. Thank you. Very nice of you. Hey. Um, um, oh boy. Aren't we all? It's funny because you are Jeffrey. Uh, like my middle name? No, like this person. They oh, are okay. Jeffrey. My middle name is Jeffrey, so you kind of were saying that. Oh, what's this? They immediately rescinded their donation? Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That was, that was fast. faster than normal. Yeah. 